I was relaxing <laughs> myself. I hope that caught the end of it. I hope that caught the end of it. I hope so too, girl. Uh, I'm Megan Tanja. Oh my God, I'm Keith Batista. And this is Adventures in Roomating, the podcast with a couple of, of friends. friends. <laughs> Our uh, souls have died. I didn't have a soul to begin with. Where's all our emails? I've been dead for years. You've been listening to a haunting. <laughs> no, seriously, where's our emails? There they are. Okay, we're fine. Girl, what if I, at the end of this podcast you found out that all the times that we were complaining about our neighbors, it was really the people who live here, and we've been dead for a long, long time. Just it's like podcasting. the others, girl, right? Wow. Spoiler there you go. alert. Spoiler alert, they're dead. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I walked in at the end of that movie, and I was like, motherfucker. <laughs> that sucks, Beast. Yeah. Well, there you go. Anyway, Let's do a questions uh, episode. Yeah, we got a website. It is adventuresandroomating.com. You it can is. go to there and get stuff about things. Primarily, you can send us questions through an online form. This is a good way to remain anonymous if you would uh, prefer you like it an air, to like be. I'm in an airplane right you now. You can like. shut the fuck up. Okay. Um, or you can send us an email directly to e. I'm sorry, roommatepod at gmail.com. <laughs> e has something. This puppy dog just flattened herself out. The biggest sigh, girl. I think she just deflated. Yeah. She was like, it was oh, her I, thought, final breath. I thought we were getting up, but I'm gone. <laughs> She's gone, girl. Uh, okay, let's see, guys. We're going to dip in. All right, girl. This is this is, this is is directly f- for you, girl. I can't wait, girl. I love things that are directly for me. Oh, God. This is a heavy-ass subject, oh, too, Oh, come girl. on. Why do you do this to me? Oh, I just made a pun. I didn't even realize it, too. Oh. I meant that. I didn't, okay. Look, it's way to say that you now, said yeah. something but i mean like it's like it's, oh, wow. it's like carrie's wow oh look at all this privilege is like it martine i think it's a silverfish oh it's not martine then all right will losing weight make me lose myself oh my god you ready Pete? i mean the good news is that you never lose fat cells girl they just shrink you ain't losing nothing <laughs> Hi, Mom and Tanja's Daddy Keith and Baby Margo. I am in need of some guidance. Sorry, Daddy Keith. This question is more for Mama Tanja's, but feel free to chime in if you have any wisdom. Please. So I'm a 24-year-old plus-sized woman who needs to lose a little weight for health reasons. I have been plus-sized for most of my adult life, but have only recently been able to internalize some body positivity principles and live my life as a proud, strong, and curvy beauty. Goddamn right. Uh, Unfortunately, my cholesterol is a touch high, and I need to bring it down. Okay. I'm willing to put in the work, but I'm worried that working out more than usual will bring Mm. back the feelings of shame Mm. that were previously associated with it from the time in my life when I was working out because I wanted to be, quote-unquote, beautiful. Mm. Do you have any advice on how I can make this life change in a healthy way, both physically and mentally? Mm. Love the podcast. It is one of the best parts of my week. Yeah. Um, well, I would say if exercise specifically is a thing that triggers you into whatever, I would understand that your cholesterol is more affected by your diet. So I would focus more on like just making sure you're eating like things that are delicious and also like vegetables and fruits and drinking lots of water and i would also find like workouts that don't feel like workouts like maybe maybe you shouldn't go to a gym and run for 45 minutes maybe you should go on a hike 
um or like i just like walk around my block riding a bike is so good for you yeah riding a bike like so swimming do th- so do things that are more active if you want to be more active that aren't necessarily dependent on like staring at the numbers of calories that you're burning and making it this like obsessive thing you know don't sit and like weigh your food and like pay attention to that your scale and how much you weigh. Like I literally would just be like, if I, you know, my cholesterol, whatever, like I'm going to start incorporating all of these other foods into my diet and not pay attention to any of the numbers stuff. Cause I think that's what starts getting us wrapped up in this. Like, Oh, it becomes like a game, <laughs> you know, like if you want to play a game, just like get your Fitbit and see how many steps you're taking. Don't like sit and like, you know, obsessively look at the calories you're, you might be burning on this magical machine. Um, but I think what else do I think? Um, I don't think you lose yourself like by losing weight. The biggest problem she's bringing up is that, you know, how do we stay to, in this body positive place? She used to work out for a shameful reason, yeah, right? Yeah, it was yeah. because she didn't feel beautiful, quote unquote. Yeah. Um, and 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 did it for that reason. Mm-hmm. But now the reason you're doing it isn't for that reason. It's no, it's not. It's, it's for specifically your health. because yeah, it's so not you, for your physical appearance. Well, yeah, I think that you feeling like being active and and eating different things will help your health, like go for it. But I think that, yeah, you're already in a different place than you were. But I think when it comes yeah. to your physical activity, finding a way to kind of change that narrative a little bit, rewrite that a little bit, go, you know, make it a social thing instead of a thing where you're completely in your head of like, Oh, how hard am I working? Like go, like we said, some hikes with some friends or like, you know, walk around target <laughs> with your other friend or like just ways that like kind of get you out of the house and moving. So you feel good mm-hmm. as opposed to like making it a, I have to hit this weight at this time because then magically my cholesterol will go down. Or you can do what my doctor did immediately and huh. just prescribe you anti high cholesterol medication. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm joking. Yeah. I think it's better. <laughs> you, could, to, you could do but that. That's what he did. He just gave me a prescription. I was yeah. like, you're not going to talk to me about, yeah, you're not going to help me. Other Thanks. options. Or are you just going to, they love sell a drug pills they love it they love it um but yeah i I think that you have to understand you're coming at it from a different place that you have different results or different expected results and uh it really shouldn't be so much about uh losing weight to change your size or whatever it should be more about like i just want to feel good and and know that i'm doing doing things that are that make my body feel good um but i don't think yeah i don't think you lose yourself in any kind of way by doing that i don't think there's anything shameful about you know listen i have tattoos all over my body like i can't sit here you know and and say like don't do things to your body um i think just be safe be aware and you know you know you're you know you better than anyone else so like that's something i struggled with like when i was you know running a 5k and doing all these things and it's like my body what i was losing weight but it wasn't like i need to be 140 pounds and that like no it's just like that's something that's naturally happened as i'm changing something in my life if i start walking more and my body changes or if I start doing whatever more, my body changes. That's just what my body is going to do. So yeah. I think that's how you have to focus on it. Like my body is going to do what it's going to do, but I want to, you know, change it up a little bit. Next one. Yeah, sure. All right. Uh, we actually kind of mentioned this on the previous one. I had to choose between this one and another one. Okay. Uh, subject is lost my virginity and trying to recover. Oh. Okay. Hey, Megan and Keith and adorable little baby Margo. Yeah. Please don't say my name. Okay. I'm a 19 year old female. Okay. I got out of my first quote-unquote real relationship that lasted around 10 months. Long story short, I loved him and I lost my virginity to him. Mm. But he had a shit ton of emotional issues and it didn't work. Okay. It's been about three months since we broke up. Okay. I thought I was over it and ready to start seeing other people. 
So I started seeing a guy that's a few years older, 22, <laughs> nothing insane. Lie about being a virgin. And when we're <laughs> and when we were out one night, things got a little hot. Kay. No sex, just hands. Okay. Everything was fine until he started on un- Oh, excuse me. Started unbuttoning <laughs> vomiting into the microphone. <laughs> started internally vomiting. <laughs> Uh, everything was fine until he started unbuttoning his pants. Okay. I started freaking out and wanted to start crying. I don't know mm. what happened. Everything felt weird because it wasn't with my ex. Mm. I thought I wanted to be with this guy, but now I'm all confused. The kissing and boob butt touching was okay. Still a little odd, mm. but now I'm all confused. Any advice or input? Thanks so much. Love the podcast. Always cheers me up when I'm upset. P.S. The guy was nice and all when I told him I wanted to stop and go home. That's good. Good. There you go. That's good. It's a nice, good, that's a nice that's dude. That's how it should be. That's how it should be, 100%. Um, well, I think, listen, it's, I think it's perfectly natural to have been with someone for a long you're time. You're not ready. She's not ready. And you're not, and you're, yeah, you're not ready. You need that's more it. time. So I think, like, I would continue to hang out with this person. Maybe if you like Seems them as like a person, get to know guy. them. Yeah, use this, use this time or whatever. And then maybe at some point, listen, at some point, either you're going to want to do more things because you find yourself attracted to this person and you, you are at a place to move on. Or you're going to have someone that you really connect with that just ends up being a friend and eventually you move on when you move on. Yeah. But I think that, um, you know, I wonder that too with the last situation I was in is like how weird it's going to be with, to be with someone else. Mm-hmm. So weird. And it's honestly, it's it really weird. soon. It's only been three months since you guys yeah. broke up. Like, I haven't touched someone in You don't have to be. I mean, look, if they, things happen, things happen. Well, but you, know, you don't have to be throwing yourself back out there into... Especially at 19, right? Like, well, yeah. Well, I think that there... But I think there's a lot of pressure, too, of like, oh, well, that's over now. So just, like, get over it, move on to the next thing. And it's like, nah, you, you get to, to you get to decide how long it's going to take you to get to a place to feel comfortable being sexual with someone else, dating someone else. Um, and I would just use this time to, you know, heal, be on your own. And, uh, when you're ready, you'll know, and you'll want to do things with that person, but don't feel bad or weird because three months out, you freaked out a little bit because it's not the person you're used to being with. That's completely normal. Yeah. Yeah. You'll be fine. Yeah. You'll be good. This is, this is what every breakup you have to go through at some point. It's weird being with the first person. Especially your first one. Like. There's you need that time connection, yeah. and you need that build up to, to find someone else equally. But as, then in about 10 to 15 years, you're going to look back and be oh like, God. oh my God. You're not going to fucking remember this person <laughs> yeah. that you dated for 10 months. Yeah. You're going to be like, who? And you're going to look at them on Facebook and see who they're married to and be like, ah! <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> All right. We got kind of a lengthy one. Okay. Uh, subject is update, help, and a puppy. Oh my God. You guys are so needy. We have f- <laughs> three paragraphs. Holy shit. They so hate guys, you. Strap they in. hate you. We got to do this, all right? Here we go. I mean, I don't know if we have to. We'll, we, I mean, we'll we're see. doing it, we'll though, but we're one. doing it. We're doing it. Hello, Mom and Todd. This is Daddy Keith and beautiful baby Margo. Ba-ba-ba. My name is Lilith, and I'm a loyal trans listener. Yes. And previous writer. Cool. I had an ex. Uh, we moved in together against your advice, and oh. it didn't work out. What? Well, parentheses insert Tanja's eye roll, and I told you so. Here, <laughs> she she called you out, bees. Well, I did, I said well, well, bitch. So try again. <laughs> you didn't you didn't predict that one. It's been almost a year now since then, and yeah. everything is better. I fully okay. transitioned at work. Fuck yeah. Getting to the end of my legal name change and getting ready to move Fuck out of my current yes. shitty apartment and into a much nicer one. Oh, the glow up, bitch. Yes. Uh, all things in my everyday life are amazing and i thank you both because i had really dark times after my breakup and listening to the podcast made me laugh and even cry sometimes when i needed it yeah 
Hearing your voices just talking helped me feel not alone anymore like I had friends around, but when no one was there, it really saved me, and I truly ma- mean that. Oh okay, my God, enough. girl. Like, what the fuck, girl? She's, then they she says, see us as friends. Okay, enough of the sappy shit and on to the help. Yeah, get the, I'm, sure, I'm shocked you didn't say, okay, get the fuck to the point. Paragraph one. <laughs> that was paragraph one. That was a lovely first paragraph. paragraph Let's see two. where this goes. <laughs> so where I live now is a town about 15 to 20 minutes away from my hometown. Okay. This detail will become important in a moment. You met someone in your fucking hometown, And I you? feel, I now feel over my ex enough to dip my toe into the dating world again. Dip everything. Dip it good. Yes. And deep. Okay. I mean, whatever <laughs> wants to be dipped, dip it. Uh, I started chatting with this cute, sweet guy who also happens to be someone I went to high school with. Oh, shit. I don't think he knows, and I'm not sure if I should tell him or not. He knows I am trans female as we met in a chat group for trans women and okay. guys interested in them. Oh, okay. Should I tell him we know each other or let it be? Thoughts, opinions. Ooh, that's an interesting. That wow. is an interesting little pickle. Oh. I mean, listen, you, it's up to you. We got another paragraph, but it's another question. So we'll address this one first. It's up to you what you feel comfortable sharing. I would say that like, if, unless you can play it off as like, oh my God, I didn't even realize. But at some point, at some point, I feel like the question is going to be like, where'd you go to high school? Yeah. Where are you from? Where are you from? from? And you're from the same hometown. You might've gone to the same high school. Like, so unless you're willing to concoct a whole different Look, I feel like the biggest concern would have been the trends. Well, I, he seems like, yeah, he thing, likes you. He already, yeah, he's already he into it. He likes you. So, so I think that he's, he's... I think just being like, hey, like, we went to high school together. Like, it could be just one of those cool moments. But maybe the fear, maybe the fear True. is that once he knows, you know, where he knows you from previously, that it will change how he sees you. Because there'll be an impression from maybe. before. yeah. That will make it more real or something. I don't know. Like maybe there is a genuine fear there. I understand that. Well, the that. thing is, they, they, she says, I don't think he knows and I'm not sure. Oh, oh. About going to high never school. Never mind, never mind, never mind. Yeah. I mean, I'm a big fan of if you, if someone, you know, if someone likes you for who you are and is accepting of who you are, I feel like the best way to be in a potential relationship with that person is to just be so honest. Mm. And... I mean, it's up to you how much you want to share in your life. I also don't think but that everyone is owed your entire past. Mm. But I think that the the fact that you guys li- grew up in the same town, went to the same school, that might be something that comes up in a conversation down the line when you're in a very serious relationship. And it might feel like one of those things that unravels like, well, what else have you known that you didn't tell me? Mm-hmm. So I could see, you know, I could see the, the downside of not mm-hmm. telling the truth. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the end of the day, if you, th- if you think this is someone you just want to date and you're not looking for a super long term, whatever, you know, it's I an just, interesting question. you know, it might, co- think, it might come up in conversation. Do you think maybe that the guy, okay. May- do you think maybe she thinks that the guy would be, do you think the guy, how do I wear this? Be do you think the guy is open about the fact that he's into trans women? Well, obviously. Oh, oh, you mean like open with everyone else? Right. Do you think a, a concern would be that <sighs> since they went to the same high school, oh, everyone knows like each find other? Out? Yeah, one person finds out that he's dating this girl who, as everyone else knows previously as this guy mm. that went that went to high school with. I mean, that's like a very convoluted it is, sort of thing. That I'm is, pulling that out is, of my ass. But. Yeah, yeah. Well, no. You, but, but to be honest, if someone 
is going to be. I'm not saying he should feel like that. No, no, but I'm like, not saying he should either. But like I'm, that. but I'm saying, but if that is a big enough issue that it would stop him from getting to know you, yeah, fuck him. Man. After he already likes you, mm-hmm. that's not someone that you would be dating long term anyways, and so you might as well just like fucking go. <laughs> like yeah, honestly, yeah. like, like if that is a big enough I'd concern. I'd be interested to follow up though and see how this. Goes. Yeah, I mean, I would be. Yeah, I, I think you need to find out more about him and, you know, listen. And at the end of the day. What's going on in your relationship has nothing to do with fucking anybody else. So like what they know or don't know and how it affects how they treat someone that says more about them than anything else. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that if you are, if you're going to pursue a relationship with someone and you know, we live in a culture that is still so close minded about some things that I just feel like, you know, you have to be a very strong person, but your partner needs to be a very strong person. Sure. Yeah. And so in order for like, for me, I'll speak up from my perspective as someone whose body falls outside of what most people would find classically attractive. If I'm fucking with someone that keeps me a secret Mm. that is nervous to let other people know that he likes me. Gotcha. Yeah. That to me is a big red flag. flag. Yeah. Yeah. That's not someone that I, I like very much as a person. I feel like ashamed of themselves. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's someone that instantly becomes very unattractive to me. Yeah. It's insulting, but it's very unattractive now that I get old. When I was younger, I would have felt very hurt by that. And now as I'm older, I feel very much like, Oh my God, thank God I know that because this is not the one. Yeah. 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 Whoever is going to be with me is going to face a lot of things that come with my life but is going to have to be a very strong, supportive person because Mm -hmm. the world will look at that when they find out whatever and will say, oh, that's not what you should want. That's not who you should like. That's not who you should be with. And everyone's going to have an opinion, family and friends and people they went to school with. And so you just, for me, I look for someone who independently knows who and what the fuck they want in life and is not swayed by really meaningless opinions have nothing to do with them or anyone else so if you're looking for a long-term relationship i would find someone that you can be honest about things from the beginning and feel that openness with so you never feel like you have to hide things or be shameful of things and who's willing to be an equal partner with you and that's also against the world Mm -hmm. um but if you are worried about whatever you think that i mean if you want to dip your toes in it dip your toes in it but Mm um you know that's not that wouldn't be the person then so I don't know. I mean, it's completely up to you. I would love to hear your update. And we have another question from you. So yeah, let me it's know. It's actually another good question, I think. Okay, go. I also have another question, if you have time. I am in North yes. Carolina, the epicenter of horrible trans laws yes. and discrimination, as you Shit. may know. Yeah, that's another thing to keep. Oh, God, yeah. I, I want to leave after I finish my MSW because mm-hmm. I can take more... I can make more in other states while also being in areas that are more tolerant of trans individuals. Fair. I also feel an obligation to North Carolina because if everyone who is different runs, how It'll will change be, the be same. made? Yo, this is something that a lot of people feel. Do I follow my desire and leave and go to a tra- an area that will not be only more lucrative but also mm. safer? Mm. Or do I forego that and stay and fight for change? Oh, my God. So as promised, and I made sure this time, attaches a pic of my beautiful baby boy, Murphy. Mm-hmm. He is a three-year-old cavachon. Okay. Cavachon? I don't know how to say that. The warmest regards uh, your biggest fan. Okay, so here's Tell me this baby. Here's the pup. Oh Oh my God. That's a a cute little little pup. Look at that little beard and those little eyes. That's a cute baby dog. wise old man. Oh my God. Or or a lover. My gut is saying stay and fight. 
This is the time to stay and fight. Yeah. I think my gut says differently. My gut says you this live. This is the time. It is definitely the time. I will say that. I think it comes down to what kind of fight. You can move whenever you want. And where your energy, where, where you want to put your energy. If you feel very called to fight for something, you're very like activist spirit. Mm-hmm. And you're not afraid to like really dig into this and be, you know, a part of the movement happening there and be very like involved. Then, yeah, I, you know, I understand staying to kind of fight. But I also, you know, to play devil's advocate. Yeah, I never it. get to play devil's yeah, advocate do it, do on this it. podcast because I'm always right. Um, I, <laughs> I am a big fan of like living the life where I feel the safest and where I feel the most appreciated and where I have the most opp- opportunity. Mm-hmm. And so... I also understand the feeling of, but I want to go here because I think I will thrive here quicker and and better than necessarily stay somewhere where I'm miserable or I don't feel safe or any of those things. So Mm -hmm. I think it's really about like balance or like figuring out between those two things kind of what you want. And also, but if you move to a place that's more tolerant, that really isn't, there are places that are tolerant, but you're always going to face that on some level. So, you know. I don't know. Damn, I mean, that's a good question. That's a good question, though, right? Shit. I, but I think that's the thing. Because if I think you that's want something change, I think. sacrifices have to be made in some way. Mm. I mean, if you have the opportunity to be a part of change where you are, I understand, but I also, but I, I'm, and if we look I at the understand the not wanting to be in a place where you feel. And if you feel, look at the recent elections, like things are swinging back. In a way that I didn't. It's not interesting. Expect, it's interesting much. what's happening. Yeah. So I mean, I we'll know. still I mean, wait until next year. There's still some people that are super fucking emboldened online that I'm like, oh yeah, well, Jesus, Roger Moore, Christ, Roy Moore, Roy Moore. That, whatever that guy is. Yeah. Whew. Like Sean Hannity is defending him. Yo, I can't. See that girl? Yeah. See what? Girl, that's not fucking funny. <laughs> girl, that's not funny. I was like, why the fuck are you looking over here so goddamn much? The uh, fuck is wrong with you? Girl, I'm done. Like, you're a piece of that shit. Guys, I scared it with the fake spider. I took. Because I have bad vision. From somewhere. I'm t- like, I'm like, what the fuck are you looking at? <laughs> and I know that you're a piece of fucking trash that would do that. You're such trash. Oh, anyway, not to change the subject. You're such trash. Don't yeah. be trash like Keith, whatever it is yeah, that you do. Be a better just person. Don't be like me, I guess. Don't be like Keith. Wherever You know what? Wherever you live, just don't be a fucking Keith. Oh, that's a t-shirt I want. Don't be a Keith. <laughs> be Fucking a Kith. Worst. Be a Kith. You got another question? Yeah. The, the dog's really cute. Before. Good luck, uh, let's see. BB. Thank you. Success. Congrats. Oh, we got congrats. Forwarded message from you. Oh, yeah. Someone sent me like a message to my email. I was like, bitch, this is the wrong one. Let's read it. Hi, Queen Megan and Daddy Keith. Okay. I'm a 19-year-old bisexual male. What up? Who lives with his parents under their insurance. Mm, sounds awful. I was <laughs> Free insurance? Girl, I'll take that shit. Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> uh, I was wondering how I should go about asking my mom about me going on PrEP. P-R-E-P? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. What is PrEP? PrEP is uh, a drug that uh, really cuts down the chances of you contracting okay. HIV. Okay, that makes sense. Because it says, considering... I'm like hella at risk for HIV. It's like 99% effective or something oh, crazy wow. like that. It's like, yeah. Or should I just take a lift and talk to my doctor and do it all myself and not say anything because I'm an adult, I guess. I mean, you are an adult, but I mean, I, she probably will get the bill. 
right? That's very true, yeah. So you got to so decide whether you're going to have the conversation yeah. now or you're going to have the conversation later. OFC? Does that mean officially? Um, OFC, I'm going to wrap my dick up, but I'd like an extra layer course. of protection. I always yes. have... I already have multiple sclerosis. Okay. I don't need something else, you know? I hope this email Fair. is the right one because the roommate pod one was expired or something. No, no, girl. Thanks There's for taking on my question. But we guys. got it. All right. Well, we got it anyway. Um, uh, what was the question? Uh, the question is, under parents' insurance, wants prep, but doesn't know when and if they should have a conversation with their parent about being bisexual and why they would need prep. Uh, well, you could bank on your parents not understanding what the fuck prep I mean, is and lie to them about being some it. kind of necessary medical an adult. allergy. At 18, you're an adult. Yes, correct. In this country, at least. But um, these parents might be like, we don't want you on the fucking insurance because we didn't know you're bisexual and we hate bisexuals or some shit like that. I mean, I would hope that's not the case, but I understand the fear of like... Well, here's the thing. I imagine if your parents... Like, my parents taught me... Obviously, they were like, don't have sex. But if you do, mm-hmm. wear a condom. Yeah. Wear, be safe about okay, it. Okay, right? but also... So that's the mentality, well, here's maybe, another, right? Here's a whole other fucking thing to bring into this, now that I'm thinking about this in depth. Mm-hmm. Not only men get HIV. True, yeah. So why is it simply for someone that would have sex, a man that would have sex with another man, to get PrEP? Why wouldn't you, why couldn't you be a man having sex with girls that wants PrEP? I, I don't know. I just know that... Like I don't the stats but, say that gay men are at a higher risk. Okay, but what I'm saying though is that like homosexual men. If you don't feel comfortable coming out to your parents, mm-hmm. there's you're not lying to them by saying, "Well, this prevents prevents me from HIV." Oh, so what you're saying is why make the I mean, I don't want you to lie to your parents. The if fact you don't that want you're to. bi, the the reason yeah. why not just say, "Hey, I want to." You might be just safe. be someone who wants to be incredibly fucking safe, as on top of protection. I mean, is this drug highly associated with? Probably yes. Gay men. Probably. Mm. I would say the only the only men that I know that have talked about it have been gay men. Okay. But what I'm saying is that there is, again, I'm you know, I don't know what's position you are how your parents feel about it like anything like that so i don't want to give advice and say definitely come out to them when like you may not be in the place to come out to them um but i think if you're gonna have sex and you want to be safe and you really want this drug mm-hmm. you either are gonna have to figure you're either gonna have, to have a conversation with them or you're gonna have the have conversation without technically lying to them but without coming out to them you can also kind of be like before or you're sleep, gonna have to go to a planned parenthood and lie about having insurance and get it for free or <laughs> A crazy, a crazy fucking idea. Uh, ask your partner to get tested before you have sex with them. Yeah, no, that's, I mean, that's also part of it. But I understand the idea of wanting to be proactive on your own end because you just never know. Sure. I can't assume that you're not cheating on me. Yeah. You know? And I understand it's, it's you know, it's definitely hard kind of, I feel like it's more of a hookup culture where it's like, it is hard to ask someone to get tested or when they've gotten tested and like, I'm, I've definitely slept with people that I wasn't a hundred percent sure they've been tested. I asked, but well, you know, like what can you really trust? So, mm-hmm. you know, whereas I have friends that literally are like, when you show up to the date, you better have your fucking paperwork from the hospital in your hand. <laughs> well, no, not about the date, but I mean, you don't have to sleep with someone on your first date. No, I know, but I'm sure this person wants to have more than one date with someone who wants to have sex. Right. But I feel like I just, an option would be, you know, before you get intimate, it'd be like, mm-hmm. I, I would prefer we both get tested before we mm-hmm. have sex with each other. True. That's the yeah. That's what we were used to be taught. Yeah. We have a another writer, uh, Starbucks explanations. 
All right. Oh, oh yeah, because yeah. I asked a lot of questions about Starbucks. Hey guys, I'm currently catching up. I've been up. getting messages about this shit for. I've been girl, getting you tweets. Ask, you shall li- And they they came in droves. They answered so. Girl, I you know what I've learned? Yes, they bake that shit fresh every day. They mm-hmm. put it out. They everyone that works at Starbucks or has been to a Starbucks fucking tweeted at me. <laughs> I get it, but continue, continue. <laughs> well, maybe you already know this. Well, then. educate these motherfuckers that are All right, listening. Says I'm currently catching up with the podcast, episode 240. Okay. And Megan's wondering about bantam bagels and the pastry case. <laughs> I love the bantam that sounds bagels. Sounds like a fucking book. The, ba- the bantam Megan bagels Tonjes and the pastry solves case. the mystery of the bantam bagels <laughs> in the pastry case. Please, someone draw that as like a scholastic Nancy Drew ass imagine book. Like a little version of you. Yo, cartoon version. Fat, my fat little ass. A little pastry case. As a kid, character that solves crimes i've That's literally been talking move, people need to make a cartoon about your i've life. literally been talking to me and nikki came up with these characters uh, about i want to do this valley girl that solves crimes and like learns dead languages when she's bored because why not like be the stereotype and i just feel like me in any capacity solving crimes would be fucking hilarious i'm gonna start a whole book series i'm the new nancy drew bitch i'm nancy drew i'm nancy drew plus bitch and the case of and the case of the bagels and the the pastry case bitch all right i worked at starbucks for two years until i transferred schools for this fall boom the case is filled with the same sandwiches they sell but on their ovens there's a specific button we used to heat it up for the display case interesting so the cheese melts and makes it look somewhat appetizing there's a dis- without there's burning a, it there's a display heat function yeah they got <laughs> that display shit. heat setting it goes deep the sandwiches are supposed to be replaced with new ones every morning by the openers aka the people who get there at 4 30 a.m to open the store oh, at 5 a.m that dude so depending on the store for really anything in the store, I think, but definitely for the fresh food, there are certain limits for how many can be ordered by each store each week. Okay. And the bantam bagels are something that only very few can be ordered Ugh. relative to things like breakfast sandwiches. Ugh, they're so good, though. Honestly, that place is hell. Love yeah. you guys. Shit. It's been a hard adjustment <laughs> for me at my new school, but getting back to, into the podcast is really comforting. Aw, yeah. Welcome. Yeah, yeah, We're yeah, here yeah. for you, little BB bitch. Little bitch BB. Little bitch BB. <laughs> <laughs> Just a couple of grown-ups calling someone. Oh, they're a grown-up too, I guess. Oh, my God. Sometimes I wonder how young people are. They were like, you little bitch, BB. (laughs) Oh, my God. God, I have the most interesting title. But it's such the longest email. Uh, Let's dive. And there's many. There's three pictures and a video. Let's dive into it. Eva Gordy wanted a longer podcast, so we're giving it to her. Okay, here we go. Go. Oh, God. (laughs) Eva's so scared right now. Subject. Okay. Graduated, and yes. I want to get with old professor. No. <laughs> <laughs> with an addendum, am I crazy? No. Okay. Oh, I get it. I felt it. I get it. But ooh, girl, it only it, it doesn't even work in TV shows. They always get caught. It always becomes a scandal. Just well, here we go. Here okay. we go. Here we go. But then We're not talking you, high okay. school, by the way. All right, oh, here we go. I guess as long as they're not married and you're of age. Okay. Sub daddy, sexy aunt, and cute dog. Okay, Felicia, calm it down. Guess we're brother and sister, girl. Oh, shit. Don't say my name. Call me whatever you want. Heads up, this shit is long, but hopefully worth it. <laughs> Fucking fan Small fiction. context, but I haven't dated too much. Late bloomer for sure. Haven't yes. gotten terribly sexual. Okay. Probably somewhere on the asexual scale to okay. an extent. Got it. I'm kind of a fetus at 22 and graduated from undergrad in June. Doing freelance shit and trying to find a startup to be a slave for out here in the Silicon Valley. But it's a few months of being at home. 
but it's a few months of being at home with the parents. There is mm. some other sad shit about my mom not being mentally stable, mm. and she previously abused me. It's a lot. Ooh, girl, time to get out. But there's this 50-something professor that I have known on and off since my second year in college that I grew close to more during my senior year. Okay. I never, in my opinion, fully crossed any lines, but there was definitely some flirty quick wit between us. Mm? I did call him and talk to him a few times outside of the classroom, but never meeting outside of campus alone. Mm. I was also his teacher assistant Ooh. for one of his classes and honestly would find excuses to meet him during oh his office God. hours at 7.30 p.m. Gosh. I like old dudes and, uh, and girls, honestly. But it's rarely for me to be on the hunt or interested in someone because I have trust issues from childhood yeah. shit. Yeah. And the thing was that he was still is an English professor that I did that did a lot of creative autobiographical writing for. So he is one of the few people that has read some very personal scenes of my childhood slash that mm. part of me. And on top of that, helped me to form it into a piece of creative writing, which is awesome, but I also know it may cloud my judgment towards him. Yes, correct. Towards my last year, he began to call me more of a friend, shared some of his struggles from therapy to love interests, etc. I gave him, just before graduation, a long piece with notes on conversations we had previously, as well as an award I nominated him for. It was 60 pages long and honestly a lot to just give him. Bitch, never... what a fucking love letter to write to someone. Mm. Like, I took notes of all of our conversations. God damn. What Shakespeare-ass bullshit is this? Continue. He never has mentioned anything about it to me, even though I know he got it, at least because I left it in with some assignments I was grading for him. Creepy, I know. Oh, no. Okay. After, he probably was like, "This wasn't the. This must be the wrong class. This wasn't part this of the assignment. Is the right this work, is not. Yeah. I don't know who's this is. I'll put this to the side and <laughs> go to sleep and then forget about or it." Or he was like, "Jesus Christ, to not bring it up." I mean, that's, that's after me is a red flag. After I graduated, he one asked me to pick him up from the airport one night, saying that he had just gotten broken up with. No. And needed a ride, even though I live about 40 miles away from the airport, as well <laughs> as well as gave me a 500-page autobiography of his to help edit. <laughs> he was like, listen, bitch, can you pick me up? I got broken up with. Can you do some work for free? Maybe he had it's actions that can be viewed as reaching out, but also maybe as just using me. We yeah, talked, I would say yes, correct. We talked on the phone a few times post-grad when I have had some panic attacks to just quick... To just quick updates and working on his manuscript. Maybe just out. three, a few hour long calls because I avoided others. Mm. Uh, but two of them ended with him asking to meet me to catch up and maybe help me look into grad schools. I have been avoiding him as of late because of the emotional investment terrifies me. And also, homegirl needs money and does have a life outside of his previous of this previous obsession with him. While part of me wants to think he could be interested in me in some sense, or just feels for me because it seems we had similar struggles when growing up, getting hit, uh, emotional shit, and have similar heritage, Spanish, but there is more of a logical part of me that thinks he knows of my attachment to him. Hmm. I was not hiding it very well, and he's using it for it. I for wasn't hiding it very well, bitch. You wrote a 60 page yeah, girl, you were thing. You wrote him, you <laughs> that. I couldn't tell you what Keith and I talked about 20 minutes ago, and I love him, okay? <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't remember anything that comes out of Key's mouth, and I... You, you tuned me out, I've girl. loved him. That's true love, girl. That's true love. Please tell me what you think. I want an outside opinion because of one of my friends thinks he's using me, and the other rest think my old dude tendencies are weird. 
My father, he's my best friend, has mm. met him, which is weird to think about, and I think my dad knows of my attachment to him, but that's awkward enough because I doubt my dad wants to think of me wanting a dude a few years younger <laughs> than him. Right now, I'm on the fence, slash just feel like I should... Be, this person should write a book. Like God, Her writing th- is real good. Bitch, this is a novel. Yeah, Come you definitely on. are a writer. Like, like write a, like a web series. Jesus Christ. I feel like I should just focus on myself Great. and wait until I'm more established to truly try anything, but that might take years. I also have the usual plus-size girl insecurities. Mm-mm. If Of would he even want to fuck me, etc. No, don't I've attached go down one pic of road. him. Oh, my God. <laughs> I hope you creepily took this. <laughs> but I can't provide anything else just in case connections are made. I love you guys and hope, if anything, this can prove some entertainment for Megan. Just tell me if I'm crazy. <laughs> You're hurting me. P.S. I really like weird fucks. P.S.S. There's my face if you care and a video of my rabbit and my dog in a Christmas sweater for making it through oh, all this typed up mess. Oh, my God. Love you both. Okay, so here's uh, number one. Okay, girl. Number two. All right. We got puppy. Okay. We got a video of a rabbit, I guess. Eight seconds. Oh, my gosh. I was eating a little piece of lettuce or something. It's a little babe. It's a, it's a little Margot. How old is this person again? They're in early 20s. I believe 22. Like 22. Yeah, she graduated college in June, so she's fully, fully educated and graduated okay there are different answers for this number one you're of age and you're not his student anymore you can do whatever the fuck you want to be honest yeah yeah. if you're at a point where you're like i want to sleep with this person i want to pursue a relationship i can't tell you in any way not to do that so you know i wouldn't say that anything that he's done thus far tells me that he wants to be with you as much as it tells me that he knows you'll edit his shit for free Mm. and that he wants to continue having that like that I mean, dynamic. It with could someone. be that he looks at her as a, um, a, a person in which he has a relationship, not in the sense of like a boyfriend Fair. girlfriend, but there's a relationship. There's a that friendship they have. there. Okay. And, um. Okay, so might be a friendship. Right. Could be where a friendship. he's just talking to you, but you're you're like not. You said you've connected. You're now confused. Maybe he sees himself in you. <laughs> not literally. <laughs> But you does. said you guys have a similar heritage. You have a similar upbringing. Okay. So it could be a friendship. I imagine there is a connection there. Could be a friendship. Listen, there was a professor in college that I would have totally touched. I had, Actually, I wouldn't have because I had no idea what the fuck I would have been doing. But looking back, I'm like, I definitely had a crush on this person. Right, yeah. But it's also someone that I would have just been friends with past yeah. college. I mean, cool. it is a little weird. He would hand you work. Yeah, it's it could have been an a weird, autobiography, too, It could too, have been girl. a weird Ooh. habit or like a thing yeah. like... Yeah, I mean, it is a little weird. It, it is, is a little, it's weird. a little weird, right? To, Here's my autobiography for you to edit, yeah. which is like the like ultimate vanity, I feel like, to hand someone. Who's... I mean, yeah, I mean, at that point, you got to start setting up the boundaries that you want, right? Yeah. So Am I your assistant? Am you I your friend? Are you going to pay me for this now? Or are you just asking me to do this as a favor? And that's up to you now to decide if you want to do it as a favor. I don't know, Kind of yeah. like how I have my friends edit my scripts for me. Yeah, but, but also again, like for someone to reach out and be like, I want to help you get into graduate school. Also, could you edit my autobiography? It's 500 pages. That's super fucking yeah, weird. Yeah, and I would he, ask for And payment, he never you know? even brought up the fact. Like, I feel like if I was friends with you and you, first of all, you wrote me 60 pages of notes about why the conversations we had, I'd mm-hmm. be a little freaked out. Mm-hmm. But also beyond that, I would have brought it up to you regardless like i yeah, wouldn't the have fact just that he didn't respond that's to weird the 60 pages that's weird i think that's actually normal because i think well, if I, I mean, saw that i would have been like whoa i mean in the reference to if he was if he girl. was interested in you right i think he would have brought it up 
but the exactly, fact, that's the, but point. him yeah. ignoring it, yes, exa- is a very like standoffish thing. It's it's a, it was a, by not com- mentioning it. You're yeah, because someone that wants to sleep with it. you would have like w- woven that into conversations because they would have taken it as a clear sign of like this person likes me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, girl, when I'm looking at the picture of him, mm-hmm. the vibe that I'm getting, mm-hmm. I say no. Okay, I just say no. I don't see it when I see him and I see her. It's like yeah, I just see your life going differently. There are other people to fuck. Yeah. It seems like she likes older people, though. Which is fair, but and I get that. But the difference here is that there's a history and a... There is a history. It's very complicated. Power there's a power yeah. dynamic that was very confusing. So I feel like if you want to be friends with this person, sure. If they want you to do work for free, no. No, get, get paid, girl. Definitely, it's time. definitely get paid. He graduated. That he has an assistant, I'm sure, to do shit for him or some, like, a TA or something that can help him with that. So mm. why is he still coming to you? Um... And I, and I say just be friendly with him. I wouldn't stress out too much about like, well, you know, am I gonna, is this something I'm going to get into or not? I think you're so young and there's so many other experiences to have. And I just don't get, not that I don't get a bad vibe from the picture of him. I just don't get the vibe of like, unless you want to like settle, full on settle down that that's someone that you would go for right now. And also it doesn't sound like from him that he wants much more than just to kind of get a free editor. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe he's just he just wants some free help. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm not. You know what? I re- I read this quote, and this is me completely butchering it, but essentially it's like I'm at a point in my life where I don't do unrequited love anymore. Mm. You know, I'm not doing the unrequited shit. I did that when I was in like high school and college and my mid early to mid twenties. Of like, God, why isn't this just happening? And like, yeah. oh, the fucking, the anxiety you feel over it. And now it's like, you know what? If it's not lining up and I'm not getting very clear from someone else that they are interested, that mm-hmm. they want to progress. Mm-hmm. You're out. Then I'm out. Yeah. It's just not worth it's the not like, worth it's the not worth anymore. being in this weird bubble of like, I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. You're never going to fucking know what it is because if this is not someone who is going to be straight up of like, these are my intentions, this is what I want, then you have to view that as a not interested. And if that's someone who's in these cloudy little like interactions where it's not really clear and then all of a sudden they come out of left field and they are interested, I just don't trust that either. So I say no. I say go meet other people, focus on doing your, your post-grad work or whatever it is. There are plenty of old people to fuck. Okay, you're gonna be fine. <laughs> like, just find some other old fuck. Just find some other old fuck. Okay. Preferably not your next boss. But listen, if this becomes, oh, please don't fuck. Maybe you're drawn to your. There might your be powerful okay. Bosses. Also, there might be something in this dynamic of stuff that's happened to you as a child that now has made you crave that attention from an older mm. figure. Oh yeah, yeah. So I would, I'm not saying that it's bad to be attracted to someone that's older, but what I'm saying is that definitely dive into your experiences and understand that like there may be something in that dynamic you're looking for as a, as a way of dealing with something that happened to you Mm -hmm. and having it turn out differently. So just be aware, you know? Mm -hmm. And uh, I think it's just a little too messy to fuck an old teacher, but you know, especially one that's not specifically like, I really like you and I know that this might be a super weird situation, but you know, I do feel like we're friends and I am attracted to you. Or that's you... the kind of older guy that I'm fucking. Yeah, not yeah. the like, hey, can you come 40 minutes away to pick me up from the airport and also, oh, can you take this 500 <laughs> pages and fucking edit it for me? Uh, no. Hmm. No, thank you. 
you better gra- you better download Grammarly, bitch. I see those ads on YouTube every thirty fucking seconds. If you're writing, you need to download Grammarly. You better yeah. fucking send him a goddamn referral link. Your animals were cute. Ready to wrap it up? I'm ready to wrap. All right. And man. also, speaking of which, everyone wrap your everything. Yeah, wrap it okay? up, guys. Twice. Cover your. Don't do it twice. It's fine. <laughs> It'll guys. break. Trust It'll me, break. Don't do it twice. <laughs> Uh, listen, if you like the podcast, do us a favor and give us a little rating. Give us some stars up on that fucking iTunes, right? That SoundCloud, right? Follow me, eh? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Sorry, I got a little Canadian. Um, if you really love the podcast and you want to support us, we have a Patreon. We super appreciate you guys um, helping us keep a roof over our heads and pay this puppy dog. Pay this puppy dog. Yeah, she gets paid. Severance. Um and we want to give a shout out to some of our Patreon babies. We have Amelia Duncan. Yeah. Amelia wants us to shout out an Instagram page. Bitch, you, you better open your phones right the fuck now if you're listening. I don't, you're driving? Don't care. Stop. Say, I'm not driving. Lie to the machine. And you're going to open up your Instagrams and you're going to type in Simon the Adventure underscore cat. Okay? It's a lovely little rescue kitty who enjoys going on adventures. Bitch, what are you doing today? Oh, you're following this goddamn cat on Instagram. Okay? Simon the Adventure underscore cat. I'm going to go look at the follower amount. Okay, and if I don't see you following, there's gonna be a fucking problem, and I'm blocking everyone that listens to the podcast that doesn't follow this Instagram. Straight up, I'll bully you, bitch. Love you, Amelia. Appreciate you. <laughs> and love your cat too. Listen, we also have Jess better on land in than the ocean. Anathan. Wow. We got Jess Surf and Turf Landon. We got Carlos, too many C's, R's, and A's, bitch. Carranza. We have Samantha. The truth is out there vetting. We have Kelly, bitch face, bitch Baldonado. We have G. <laughs> we lost Dylan somewhere, so I feel Dylan's like Dylan's out floating. Dylan's in the ether, gone bro. in the ether. Uh, we have Gina. Listen, time to to update your income so you can pay for your health insurance, bitch, Wartman. We got Priscilla, Queen of the Desert, Ramirez. We have Megan, you spelled it wrong, and you don't have a fucking profile photo yet, ass. Griffin. And we have Eric, you know, nah, me know. And it's time for the tucking in. All right, girl, you ready? I'm ready to talk. Oh. I love this song. Out of my hair. <laughs> this is better than anything that Bieber's put out this year. I mean, listen, that's a situation. Um, Crazy, this is, but God, fuck. I'm we, we literally, we got fucked up one night and started watching Jake Paul videos and Logan Paul. And Logan Paul is clearly the better Paul. Like, so if you're better. on Jake Paul's side, I mean, it's, 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 it's the difference between watching like a, like an HGTV, like, um, uh, fucking House Hunters episode versus like an episode of Hoarders. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, a, it's a different there's a different amount of meth in every situation. Okay, so we have Amanda Taylor, Jason Gonzalez, Becca Murray, Mandy Arthur, Pup Tana, Kyle Eakey, Dylan Waterbury, Katie, Anthony Hood, and Kyle Englishman. And if I didn't read your name, it's because, well, you're not right with your Lord or your credit card provider, and so you don't get a shout-out. It's so good. What a sponsored piece of shit, and it's so good. Sponsored by who? Fucking all the fucking... Did you see all the hair shit on his goddamn... The, the vanity shots of all these products from the same company. Oh, yeah. Yeah, girl. You think that people do things on the internet without being inspired? He put Bella Thorne's Instagram in the description. Of course he did. And a few, uh, all the girls, actually. Of course. I got them oh, Instagram followers. See what we got. <laughs> Don't ever do that voice again. All right, Yo. guys. My name is Keith. Are we done? Let's start the rumor that I'm the Paul's sister. Logan Paul's long yeah, lost sister. Megan Paul, bitch. 
Oh my god. I'm here. I should show up Start to their it. house. I Hashtag should literally it. show up to their house and say, "Listen, I did that 23 and me shit. Said we're fucking related. So what up, bro? I'm here every day, bro. Every day. Just got a dab on them haters. Yeah, I dabbed on them haters. Have you ever dabbed Where's before the coke? Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> I've dabbed my fries in ketchup. <laughs> <laughs> i've dabbed tears from my eyes you know I've, right, I've dabbed this dick listen you can find me making time just on most things you can find me keith without a crew on most things keith w o a and i on swear Twitter. to god if you don't show this podcast to one new friend one new me, person girl. i was like god damn you got scared didn't you because did. i'm serious right now yeah, if you fine. don't lock your friend in a god if you don't like hotbox your friend in a car and fucking play this episode i'm gonna find you and i'm gonna kill you <laughs> allegedly i'm playing i'm jk jk, <laughs> JK, JK, JK lol afk sarcasm, sarcasm okay sarcasm. okay okay don't thank you uh good, good night. night and goodbye Bye.